Hi, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Earth Mama Organics. Earth Mama Organics manufactures organic herbal care for the entire incredible journey of motherhood, nurturing women and their whole families from pregnancy to postpartum recovery, breastfeeding, and far beyond. And today's episode is also brought to you by Kindred Bravely. From adorable maternity wear to comfortable nursing bras, this mom-owned company has you covered. And we'll hear more about our sponsors later, but I think Diane has our review of the week. I do. It is from, oops, I clicked the wrong button. Here we go. Allison Ray, 90. I absolutely love this podcast. My baby is eight months old, and for some reason, I thought my breastfeeding journey was coming to an end due to milk supply, going back to work, and all the unclear expectations of being a new mom. I'm so encouraged and inspired by this podcast. Great information and discussion that has refueled me to keep nursing. Well, congratulations to you. It is awesome because you know what? Like, as things go on, you hate these new little bumps in the road where you thought everything was going smooth and... What do you do? What do you do? Do you just stop? Do you keep going? What do you do? So we're going to talk a little bit about that today, actually, too, which is one of the reasons why I picked that particular review. And send us your reviews. We would love to see them. iTunes is the best way, for sure. Um, but if you don't have iTunes, then shoot us an email. We get those, too. com is our uh, website. I Totally lost my wording there is our website and you can go right through there and find our email address, do one of those little online things or whatever, where it goes right to our email and shoot us your reviews. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you like. Let us know what's helped you. And that's it. Love it. Yep. And today... Uh So we're talking about milk supply after six months, right? Yes, which is one of the reasons, like I said, why I I chose that review because she was talking about like, okay, at eight months, I thought, you know, was my breastfeeding journey was coming to an end, da, da, da. Um, And I had somebody else ask me something about that this week as well. And I think we should talk, like we always talk about milk supply stuff in the beginning of our journey, right? And we don't really talk about like what happens once things start to change. Babies feed differently. You're doing solid foods. You know, what, what happens? They're sleeping better. Hopefully, you know, like what happens to milk supply? Yeah. And things happen. So people are like, Oh my God, they're, Oh my God, my milk supply is drying up. My, I'm, my baby's weaning. I, you know, all these things. Yeah. And that's, you know, none of that is happening. So we're going to, um, we definitely want to like make sure we're not going to sit here and go, okay, None of that's happening and then like end the show because that wouldn't be very helpful. But, you know, one of the like the message that I got this week was from somebody who said, you know, I heard from somebody else that once her baby slept through the night, like immediately her milk supply was gone. Is that going to happen to me? Blah, blah, blah. First of all, I have a really hard time thinking that anybody's milk supply goes away in 24 hours, especially if you've been breastfeeding regularly on demand overall. And you have an established milk supply. Like, your milk is not just going to, like, disappear in a 24-hour span of time because your baby slept longer. Like, it just doesn't happen that way. Right. So don't think that what someone else tells you is what's going to happen with you. Like, that was definitely a situation where there was a lot of misunderstanding there. And it's, it's sad because 
she could have felt like I don't feel as full, which is normal. And we've said many times on our myth episodes, that is not a reason to think your milk supply is gone just because you don't feel as full. Right. That's normal. Yeah. Not feel as full. It's absolutely normal. You don't want to feel like that all the time. No. And let's think about like what happens after your baby gets to be about six months old. You know, like they are, they're starting solid foods, right? Starting solids, which means that, um, you're still breastfeeding quite a bit, but as that journey starts getting further on and you're doing more and more solids after a few months and you're getting closer to a year, then your, your supply is going to adapt because of that too. Is your baby sleeping a little bit differently as far as maybe sleeping longer through the night or not taking as many naps or, you know, something like that. Maybe they're starting to adapt their schedule a little bit more. That's really normal. They might be condensing feedings. They might not be cluster feeding anymore, which they probably aren't at that age anyway. But those things are going to definitely adapt your milk supply to what the baby is doing. It's not making your milk supply go away. It's adapting to what the baby's doing. And that's what we want. We don't want you walking around with these full breasts of milk all the time when your baby doesn't need that. Right. Your body wouldn't do that. Your body responds to your baby. Exactly. And so you're, you're that, that, that's just, and I think that we were talking, you said that, mentioned this before, like that, um, we, we base all these things, our decisions and our confusion, all that is just based on like bad information. You know, we have this like idea that our body is just acting like, like it's just acting on its own. You know, it's not responding <laughs> to anything in the environment. It's just doing this like, okay, make milk. Okay, make no milk. Okay, dry up. It's not, your body is responding to your baby. Always. Mm-hmm. There's no exceptions to that. It's not like, oh, my body just doesn't know how to respond to my baby. It does. You just have to know. Because we don't know in this culture. We don't know anything about breastfeeding. We don't know. We don't see it. We don't talk about it. We don't. It's not a norm. It's not something that we're all used to, like, we don't, we don't understand it. And if we're not seeing it and it's not the norm, how do we know the intricacies of what's going on? You know, it's just, right. we, we just don't know. And it could, you know, things that happen around the, the same time that your milk supply really starts to become more regulated. You're looking at like the three, four month mark on that milk supply really starts to become more regulated and it's really working more on supply and demand than it is hormonally. But that's also the time where a lot of moms are going back to work where sleep cycles might be a little bit different. You might start a birth control at that point. You know, those things going back to work, your baby, babies also become very efficient. They're, they can start to hold more volume the milk changes to adapt to them. So it might be some babies start to really condense their feeds. And you might notice that this baby, when they were a newborn, you're feeding 10 times a day. And now four or five months later, you might only be feeding that baby five times a day. And that's what your baby needs because that's what your baby's asking for. You're supplying that for them. And your, your body is going to adapt to that. It really just depends on your baby and every baby is different and every mom baby situation is different, but milk doesn't just go away overnight. 
it doesn't happen like that. Your body just does not work like that. Especially no, I mean, if you're as long still as your baby's breastfeeding. Yeah. As long as your breasts are being emptied, then more milk is being made. Hey. But maybe, I mean, some babies like around that age are not breastfeeding very often during the day at all. Right. You know, a lot of times they're just nursing at night. Because they're so people busy. People are like, why are they up seven times a night? It's because that's the time when they're eating. <laughs> they're so busy. They're looking at everything going on around yeah. them. They can't be bothered to stop and breastfeed. And moms will ask me about like, oh, uh, you know, what should I do? What should I do? It's like, it's just a, that's, that's nothing that we can necessarily even control. Nothing you can do. You know, like they're learning. It's kind of exciting. They're learning. They're interested in everything around them. They don't want to take the time to stop and, you know, breastfeed. And Or if you've gone back to work, then they're kind of like waiting for you to come home to nurse with you when you're there and not, you know, depend on the bottles all the time. Sometimes this is just how babies work. And we want them to adapt to what we want. And that doesn't always work. It just doesn't, unfortunately. There's like no, no way to sugarcoat that. Just... No, you can't ever get your kids to do what you want them to do ever. No, not even now when they're old and teenagers. No. They still don't do what I want them to do last time. Yeah, I told actually it was bedtime last night. Oh, my God. It was just like a rebellion. <laughs> a whole like a, we had there was like a whole like civil war oh about God. it. I was like, OK. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of the things that I definitely want to make sure we talk about with this is what makes us think that it's going away, right? Like babies, all of a sudden, one of the biggest questions that I get all the time is if your baby does start to sleep longer stretches, moms always say, okay, my baby's sleeping longer. Should I be getting up to pump now? Is this going to hurt my milk supply? And we want your body to do what your baby is doing. I do not want moms that whose babies are sleeping. I do not want those moms getting up and pumping in the middle of the night if the baby's sleeping just because you're afraid your milk supply is going to go away. Your milk supply should be fine. Like there should not be a problem with that because you are feeding the baby when the baby wants to be fed. And that's what we want. Like there's no reason why you need to be getting up and pumping unless you really want that milk. Unless you really want the milk or you're feeling really uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. If you're feeling point, super yeah. uncomfortable, then like pump, but don't pump maybe all of it. Like pump enough to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to so, like get up and pump for 20 minutes or anything like that. If you're full right. and uncomfortable and it wakes you up, you know, then. There's, because I had, I had somebody asking me recently, she was like, my baby is sleeping longer. Um, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if I should pump you know since my baby's not getting up at that four o'clock hour that they used to get up to nurse should i pump before i go to bed to get all that milk out and so think about it if she pumps right before she goes to bed then she has empty breasts she's almost guaranteed to wake up engorged mm -hmm. you know so then you're creating a whole then your body's getting confused Right. About what's going on. And then your body's not really adjusting. Then you're going to be, you know, having issues with becoming, you can become engorged at random times. Right. When we start messing with the process, that's when we get problems. If we're just kind of following what the baby's doing and listening to our body, that's when things go smoothly. 
That's what, yeah, you should be doing what your, what your baby's doing as much as you can. And at some point, your ability to do that does stop because you have, if you have to go to work mm-hmm. or, you know, there's certain things obviously where now we have to intervene. And then that's why it becomes so important to, you know, know how to do that. All right. But if you, you know, if you are, you know, so if you started a birth control, sometimes that can interfere with milk supply. You know, that's something that we want to, you know, definitely make sure is not becoming a problem. Um, but your baby sleeping longer stretches and you not getting up to pump in the middle of the night should not be something that's going to interfere with your milk supply. So I think we get confused with this, th- these things sometimes, you know, like maybe if something does happen to our milk supply, we don't realize, you know, okay, it could be that my period started and that is impacting milk supply because that sometimes starts around that time too. It could be that birth control was started and that is interfering with milk supply. You know, it could be those kinds of things. It's not, Oh my gosh, my baby slept longer and now my milk supply is gone. You're still feeding your baby all the time. So why would that, why would your milk supply go away? just because your baby slept a longer stretch of time. That's not going to impact your supply the way people think it does. No, absolutely not. Should we talk about more after we hear from our sponsors? Sure. All right. Okay, today's episode is brought to you by Earth Mama Organics. At Earth Mama, we recognize that becoming a mother is the beginning of a series of profound changes. Often, it changes the way we see the world because we're looking through a new lens, and that can lead to a big question about we put what about what we put on and in our body, which is a question I know we've all asked: Is this safe for my baby? Earth Mama Organics manufactures organic herbal care for the entire incredible journey of motherhood, nurturing women and their whole families from pregnancy to postpartum recovery, breastfeeding, and far beyond. Marrying generations of women's wisdom about traditional herbal solutions, which with evidence-based research, Earth Mama's safe, effective, and trusted formulations range from certified organic herbal teas, like the best-selling organic milkmaid tea, to Castile soaps, balms, lotions, soothing sprays, sunscreens, deodorants, and two kinds of non-GMO project, ver- product, project, non-GMO project verified nipple cream. Those are the organic nipple butter and vegan nipple butter. Experience their botanical rich products for yourself. Head to earthmama.com and use code BADASS for 15% off of your regularly priced purchases. This does not include the travel kits, kits, U.S. orders only, and that offer expires on September 31st. Again, that is earthmama. Dot com code badass for 15% off of your purchase. And today's episode is also brought to you by Kindred Bravely. From adorable maternity wear to comfortable nursing bras, this mom-owned company has you covered. Breastfeeding moms know how important it is to have bras, tops, and pajamas that feel amazing and let you nurse easily. With Kindred Bravely, you've found the ultimate comfort in nursing wear, and it looks beautiful too. Whether it's their hands-free pumping bra that allows moms to pump, nurse, or both at the same time without any wardrobe changes, or their super soft pajamas for late-night nursing and cuddle sessions, Kindred Bravely aims to make moms' lives easier. Winner of multiple Moms' Choice and What to Expect awards and the Best of Lucy's list, 
Kindred Bravely is the answer to your nursing wardrobe needs. If you're breastfeeding or you just love comfy clothes, you need Kindred Bravely in your life. Visit kindredbravely.com. That is K-I-N-D-R-E-D-B-R-A-V-E-L-Y.com, Kindred Bravely, and see their amazing clothes and enter promo code BFMAMA20. That's B-F-M-A-M-A-20. And that will get you... 20% off of your purchase at Kindred Bravely. Um, All of these uh, sponsor links, the websites can all be found at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. Go there. You'll find our sponsors. You'll find all those promo codes. You can find um, all of our breastfeeding resources. You can find all of our other episodes. You'll find show notes about things that we're talking about in today's episode And you can find information about scheduling your very own private one-on-one lactation consultation with Diane. Um, And I have our shout-out of the week. And our shout-out of the week goes to Indigenous Birth Alberta. So Indigenous Birth Alberta is, uh, they describe themselves as supporting pregnancy and birth for indigenous families across Alberta, advocating for options and access to high quality maternity care in Alberta. And this is indigenous birth AB on Instagram. And they have an amazing feed just about indigenous people and traditions relating to children and babies and birth and breastfeeding. It's really incredible. Um, you can also find them at indigenousbirthalberta.org. And on Facebook at Indigenous Birth of Alberta, um, there's videos um, of, you know, of Indigenous uh, practices with um, babies. And it's just so cool to look at it, go and, and watch and learn. And um, I highly recommend it. Fantastic. And that's all I've got. That's awesome. So one of the things that I... I mean, what I was thinking about when you were talking about those things is that, you know, when we start off with breastfeeding, it's so challenging and we're just like, just trying to figure it out, right? Like, we don't know what we're doing. We're just trying to figure it out. It's really hard to wrap your brain around the fact that, okay, you're just kind of following your baby. What do they know? They just got here. How do they know anything? But we're supposed to be listening to what they want and we're supposed to be following (laughs) them and just, you know, breastfeeding on demand and doing all those things. Then after a few months, we kind of get used to it, right? Like we kind of get into this mode and we're kind of used to it and we're for the most part over any major hurdles, hopefully at that point, but typically most mamas are. And your baby all of a sudden starts feeding less time or feeding less frequently or, you know, like your breasts don't feel as full anymore. Maybe you got your period back. You know, maybe you're pumping more and you're seeing less milk with pumping. Like all of these things, like it plays such a mind game with you, right? Like it's just such a mind game of, is this okay? Are we still doing okay? The baby's not feeding for as long. Is that normal? Like, is it because there's no milk there? They start to become more interested in the world around them, which means they're a little bit more wiggly. They're not, you know, they're, they're trying to get, they're trying to not feed, which makes you, so many mothers go, oh my gosh, is the milk not there? That's why they're fussing. What's happening? And you have to feel, you feel like you're learning all over again. You know, it's crazy how things adapt I'm- and change. 
Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like every single time you feel like you figured something out, whether it's about breastfeeding or sleeping or anything that's, you know, when you have a baby, as soon as you figure something out and you're like, oh, this is going well, you just be ready because it's about to change. Oh my gosh. Like it just totally changes. And you feel like you're like, what the hell, man? I just figured this out. This was working. And now it's totally different. I mean, they are growing so fast. Um, they're, you know, they're just everything that they're doing is just changing and evolving and moving all the time that nothing is ever going to stay the same for very long. No, but it doesn't mean anything's wrong with your milk supply. And that's always the first thing we go to is something's wrong with my milk supply. That's oh, like it just never fails. That's the first thing we think of. Oh, it's my milk supply. Now, as your milk starts to become more regulated, you probably will pump less. You know, and a lot of them was like, oh my gosh, I'm not, I'm not pumping as much as I was before. That's okay. You don't need to be pumping. Like we are in this society where women are obsessed with the fact that they need to have three times the amount of milk their baby is ever going to drink. And it's, right. o- it's okay to not have that. It really is. Like if you're pumping two ounces, that's okay. It's not a crisis bodies and maybe you were pumping five ounces prior to that which was more than what your baby needed so we need to kind of like wrap our heads around the fact that this is the normal progression of breastfeeding your body adapts to what your baby is doing and that is normal that's okay it's totally normal it doesn't mean your baby's weaning and it doesn't mean you're not going to have enough milk to feed your baby but this is why people wean before a year because they automatically assume that these changes mean their milk supply is going away. And it doesn't. Your baby can still feed fine with no problems and get exactly what they need for as long as as you want them to. And as long as they want to. I mean, babies don't wean typically before two years on their own. So it's if you're still feeding them, your body's going to make the milk. It is. It's definitely going to gonna keep on going and making that milk. One of the other things I think is funny, like I always think about this when moms contact me and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, is my milk supply going away? It's like, you know, how many moms have contacted me after they weaned to say that they still had milk? And is that normal? You know, it's like your body doesn't just shut it off. It's not what happens. No, yeah, I've heard that too. Like yeah. you're like can be years. Yeah. It's just still there. Nope. But so you don't like, feel it. On? Yeah. You don't feel it, right? Like, you don't know what that is. It's just like sometimes it just like, you know, it's just there. I got out of the shower. There was a little leaking. You know, is that normal? I can still express some if I squeeze my breast. Is that normal? My baby weaned three months ago. Absolutely. I've had moms get mammograms after they weaned and they were told, or they're told like they can't get a mammogram until like a certain amount of time after they wean because the breast is still you know, in the phase of, of making milk and the breast changes make it hard for them to get a good picture on the mammogram. Yeah. You know, from when you're breastfeeding from the lactating breast is not a good clear mammogram picture, you know, for what they're looking for. So they tell you, you know, you have to wait a few months after you stop breastfeeding for your, you know, your body to start going back to the way it was. It is not an overnight thing at all. It's really quite amazing, but I don't want any mom thinking like, oh my gosh, my baby all of a sudden is feeding differently. It must be a milk supply issue. 
because it probably isn't a milk supply issue. It's probably just something your baby is doing. So we go back to the early days, right? We watch the diapers, we watch their behavior, we watch what's going on. Your baby at this age, you know, once they get to be several months old, they're going to tell you what they need. They're not a newborn that you have to go, oh my gosh, he hasn't eaten in a couple hours. I need to wake him up. If your baby's hungry, they're going to wake up. They're going to want to eat. If your baby's hungry, they're going to show you that they want to eat. It's totally okay. Yeah, I think that a lot of this, a lot of this around this topic goes to other episodes, like the distracted baby episode, mm-hmm. or like nursing strikes, or, you know, because teething, you know, your baby's teething, and they're growing, and the, these things can can just take them away from their desire to, to, to be nursing all the time. And the balancing uh, breastfeeding with solid, with starting solids episode. Mm-hmm. You know, th- these are all things that are happening right now that um, that can affect the just the breastfeeding behavior of your baby. And the fact that your baby's behavior is changing doesn't mean like, you know, like Diana said a bunch of times, that you have a milk supply issue. They're right. just changing. And we see this with returning to work. You know, you go back mm-hmm. to work. And your baby switches up the routine and the daycare or the babysitters or whoever's watching your baby says, Oh, we need more milk. We need more milk. No, your baby is, your baby is trying to tell you that they want to be with you. Right. So they're fussier when they're with a stranger, they're not eating the same. They might not be sleeping the same. That's a huge transition for them when you go back to work, just like it is for you. So why would we think that our babies don't, don't see that or don't feel that like they know they know that it's not a milk supply thing because they're getting up more overnight all of a sudden that's when they're with you you know it's it that's just a behavioral change on their part that has nothing to do with your milk supply but even when we go to talk to like if we're concerned about these things or maybe we'll go to the pediatrician for just a regular appointment say oh now the baby's up more during the night or now the baby's doing this or that And the first thing that comes up is, oh, it must be a milk supply problem. Maybe you need to pump more. Maybe you need to do this. Maybe your baby isn't getting what they need. They don't know the whole story. They're not, they're not getting the whole story from you. And it very rarely is a milk supply problem. It really, it's very rarely a milk supply problem. Yeah. So what about, um, what about when people are, when they're through with, there's all these things going on and maybe they do have to pump for work or you know, for these kinds of things and they're, and they're just pumping less or people feel like, I mean, I guess it comes around pumping because then there's also an episode for that, right? Right. Yeah. Returning to work. Because pumping is such a big part of our society now. I mean, I, I rarely come into contact with people who don't need to pump. And when I say don't need to pump, like most women do return to work. Most women do need to pump and leave bottles. And it's a necessity for them to be able to continue breastfeeding their child so that they can, you know, so they have to pump. Very rarely do I meet women who say, you know what, I probably won't ever need to give a bottle, but just in case, what do I need to do with this pump? You know, like that's not the norm at all anymore. And we tend to measure our supply from what we can see. And we can't see our supply. So we, we can't go by that. And that's a really hard thing to wrap your head around. It's like we can't see the same thing. Like we see our baby behavior and we automatically assume it's a milk supply issue. It, 
probably isn't. And just like if you're only pumping a small amount of milk, that doesn't mean it's a milk supply problem. That's a that's a pumping thing, and pumping's just ugh, it's terrible. So if you haven't listened to the pumping episodes yet, definitely go back to that. If it's something that you think you're going to need to be doing at some point, but I mean, pumping is just, it's not a good indication of what's going on inside your body at all. Right. And so when you're, when you're, you know, starting back at work or you've been at work for a while or, you know, and you're like, well, I'm just pumping less. I just pumping less and less and less. Uh, Yeah. And that's, that's a pumping thing. Yeah, that's a pumping thing. And that, you know, that could also be your baby is not eating as much as they need to anymore because of their growth patterns, because of solid foods, because of where they are, you know, in their journey. Well, yeah, and that often turns into, I'm not ready to wean. Um, I didn't think it was going to be happening this early. You know, I wanted to go longer. I wanted to let them, you know, self wean. And it's like, no, 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 it doesn't mean they're weaning. Mm -mm. It just means everything is adjusting to the age that they are, which will continue to happen for as long as you choose to breastfeed. Right. I mean, think about it. Your baby at eight months. If you, you know, if you are, um, if you are breastfeeding, you know, um, you know, your baby's close to one or so, and you want to, um, you know, you want to stop pumping at work and you are, you know, you want to keep breastfeeding, your body will adjust to that. Right. Your body will, you can, you can, you can keep breastfeeding. It doesn't mean that your baby is going to stop. It doesn't mean that they're weaning. It doesn't mean that they're, you know, everything is over and it's normal to have, you know, less milk while your baby is also eating solids. Right. It's just, that's what's going to happen. And you're also going to continue to see things change. And a lot of times I think what happens when you're breastfeeding, like maybe a two-year-old or a three-year-old, if you choose to breastfeed that long, is that you'll think that they'll just continue to prog- to progress into nursing less and less and less. And what happens with, with two-year-olds, three-year-olds sometimes is that you'll find they're nursing more. They're mm-hmm. nursing way more. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, what's going on? Now I have a why? I have a newborn baby again. What's happening? And yep. then and then everyone's freaking out about that. <laughs> and your body's gonna just jump back up to the regular milk supply again. Yeah. And then you'll just get more milk because yeah. your baby is uh is drinking more. Yeah, your body is just gonna respond to it. But I always find it so like it's so interesting that when babies get to be like eight or nine months old, we don't we don't expect your supplier. You shouldn't expect your supply to be where it was when your baby was a newborn. And we question it. Well, why, why is that not happening? It's like, cause your baby doesn't need that anymore. That's why it's okay. It doesn't mean you're weaning. It doesn't mean your baby's not going to nurse anymore. If your baby ate for five minutes, that doesn't mean your baby's weaning. That means your baby got what he needed in five minutes. That's totally fine. Yeah. But it's so hard to accept that when you had a baby that was feeding for 25 minutes. It's all the process of change and it's fascinating to watch, but it doesn't mean there's a milk supply problem. It means you've made it. Your baby is growing. Your baby is evolving and your body is evolving right along with them. And that's okay. That's what's supposed to happen. But But your supply is fine. So go back to any of those, any of those episodes that we were talking about. 
And, you know, if, if you feel like, okay, my baby might be distracted, is it a milk supply problem? Or I feel like I'm not pumping enough, is it a milk supply problem? Like, definitely hit up those episodes and get more we'll information. We'll put the episodes in the show notes, right? Yeah, absolutely. But it might be that you're dealing with a specific thing right now and you want to kind of learn a little bit more about that or teething or, you know, whatever. Um, and if you're still really, really concerned about your supply, then definitely, you know, definitely reach out if not to me to like another lactation consultant in, even in your area and see if there's some some other help that you need or other questions you need answered but your milk supply is not going to go away overnight just keep that in mind it's not going to go away overnight doesn't matter what your friend said yeah absolutely it especially does not mm-hmm. matter what you read in those facebook groups but yeah that's it that's all i got for you thank you have a good one see you next week bye bye